Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is December. 7, 2022. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Redeemed MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. And let our team know that you're a newcomer. Veena? <coughs> Veena? Vamshi? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so my question is like, I am on H1B and uh, can H1B people start their own LLC? Is that possible? Uh, there are two complicated... Uh, Rahul, we can't hear you. Are you able to hear me? Yes, yes. Sir. Give me one second. I have a. I'll try to see if I can. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes, Rahul. Okay. So it's it's a, to own a company is different. To work for a company is different. So if you want to be a partner in the company, you want to own the shares of the company. You can be. You don't have a problem. But can you work for the company? No. Can you be the director of the company? No. Can you participate in the company uh, helping? No. Okay. The the reason I ask you this question is like currently I'm a contractor. So like I have my employer with whom I have my H1B and I have a staffing agency in between through through that staffing agency. I'm being placed at uh, at the client. So now the client currently says that, okay, so hereafter we don't want to work with that current staffing agency. Like instead we can, if you have an LLC of your own, we can, uh, you can, you you, you can't just open your own company and just file a H1B. That's, that's going to defeat the purpose because you can't be the employer and employee. You, there are ways around it. It's a little bit more complex. You need to have partners and there are a lot of different things need to be done and they must be the managing company, not you. So like partners, you mean okay. like uh, he should be the major shareholder and I, I will be just like a passive. You, uh, you, you, you need to have a private consultation with it though. It's going to take a long time for me to explain it though. But to simply run your payroll through a company, if you're going to establish it, it's not going to be practical for you because the expenditure is going to be too high for you. It's not justified. Next person, please. Divya? Hello, good evening. Um, I have a question about my H4 EAD. Um, both my H4 and uh, EAD, that is 539 and 765, both are currently pending. Um, and they're two separate applications. I couldn't file them together. Um, and uh, my current um, EAD and H4, both of them expire on Monday, the 12th. And um, I also have a pending uh, 485, 131, and 765 as well. And my question to you is, um, what can I do to make sure I can continue working even after Monday 
um, I don't think I would be do eligible you, to. Do you have a stamping on the visa until December 12th? Yes. Oh, visa stamping. Mm, yes. No. Until December 12th, I have I have a 797C, the approval notice. I'm aware of that, but I'm aware. I'm speaking stamping because you, stamping available on your passport. Um, when is your H4 stamping expired? How did you ever come into the United States? You must have a stamping. Oh yeah, no, this I, I did, but uh, that was for my previous H4. I don't remember traveling after that. So, so in other words, your stamping already expired. Okay, um, then you don't. You should have contacted us before you should have actually got a visa visa to go to Mexico and you should have got, I'm assuming that your husband's H-1 visa already approved, is it right? Right, so that option wasn't valid because my AP is pending. That's okay, your AP will be denied. You, can re you could have just refiled your AP again. Okay. Okay, so it's too late for you to contact us. You should, if you would have, I don't know if you can get the Mexican visa by 12th and go to Mexico and come back. That, that seems to be very unlikely right now. But that's the only thing that I can suggest you is to try to get a Mexican visa and that's too, too quick, December 12th. Do we need a Mexican and, visa to travel? Yeah, if you want to fly, you need a Mexican visa now. Oh, okay. okay. Sure, thank you. Next person, please. Shivaji. Um, hello, Rahul Garu. Um, thanks for your time. Uh, quick question, Andy. Like, um, I got green card recently and uh, traveled abroad. I'm staying here for last five months or so. Um, so what is the max period that we can stay out of uh, states uh, with a green card? When I'm checking the CVP side, they said one year, but my friends told six months. So just curious. Yeah. If it is less than six months, you're staying outside the country, you're good. If you're staying more than six months, there are steps that you need to take. You may, and, and how long? So when you travel, do you intend to travel like six months outside the country or less than six months? Um, so we initially planned for three months, but we are keep extending based on my wife's um, medical situation, like she's going under the therapy. Yeah, um, I, if you can at least come back within six months, it's going to be good because if not, I want you to consult a lawyer, consult me or some lawyer privately because you need to understand what are the consequences if you come within one year, okay? If you come within six months, you don't have any negative consequences. If you're going to come within one year, there are some negative consequences on your citizenship. And sometimes if you keep on doing that again and again, they may even cancel your green card. And I strongly recommend if you can avoid the lawyer consultation itself, that's even better. That means staying less than six months. But if you're planning to stay for more than six months, consult a lawyer. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Ajay? Hello. Hi, um, I got my uh, AP approved in August of uh, last year. I mean, August of this year, sorry, in 2022. Uh, but we never received the, the travel document that is supposed to come after the AP approval notice. 
Um, it's been a few months. So we only got the approval notice. We didn't get a travel document that we can use to travel. Um, so when you say is your is your advance parole means is it separately approved other than the EAD? Yeah, I think this year they gave the EAD and AP separate. I know EAD. what this year is. Just answer my question. So it's separate than EAD. It's okay. separate. Yeah, it's separate. Uh, and so you didn't receive the I seven nine seven, which has a picture of you there. No, we didn't. There's no picture in the in the approval notice. It says that they will send us a travel got document it. separately. I got it. Uh, so when you yeah, contacted the, the USCIS, what did they say? Um, they said that they have a record of uh, them sending us the travel document. Uh, but we never received it. So they are saying we have to reapply for our AP from scratch. Um, yeah. But the problem is our priority date is not current anymore after the retrogression. Um, oh, you can always apply for advanced parole even if the priority date is not current. I see. Uh, so do you recommend that we apply for a new advanced parole or is there a way we can just get the travel document somehow? Because we have some travel coming. Travel document and advanced parole are the same. They are no different. You can, when you file for the advance parole, request them, said, look, the advance parole previously, it was misplaced and you're filing for a replacement, okay? I see. Uh, but I have the approval notice from the advance parole. That is that different be travel. So what would okay. you do with that that approval notice? You can't travel with that. Right. So you still need to file an I-131. You still need to file an I-131, okay? Is there a... Yeah, next person, please. LG. LG Rakesh. Hello. Yes, Rakesh. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi. Good afternoon, Rahul. Uh, my question is uh, regarding O1 visa. So mm -hmm. uh, basically, I have a startup which works in uh, uh, life sciences uh, and uh, basically vaccine research in India. And uh, I also have, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, an award from my state government. I was wondering, like, initially I did not have this thought, but uh, a friend of mine who who has an Owen visa, he he told me to connect, uh, like, uh, attend this conversation and to get an idea from. Let you. me ask you this like, question: What visa yeah. status you are in right now? I'm not on uh, any visa status. I'm in uh, this thing. What you say, India? So you never traveled to USA at all? Oh, no, no. But I'm thinking of uh, 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 like coming to US on, on, on like earlier I did not have this plan, but we are planning to expand to US and uh, my friend suggested me that you can actually apply for Owen visa. So I'm not sure like how can I get uh, my, my profile evaluated or anything. So I, so, want, you, I uh, want you to... I want you to go first look into the O1 requirement, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I, then, I, saw, I saw those requirements. I, and I saw then I those want you to on your page. Wait, can you wait? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Then I want you to make your resume, or you call it a CV, whatever you call it. Yeah. Okay. Make okay. your resume. Okay. That will try to comply with the OVC. Then okay. make a consultation with a lady by name, Vanita Deva's office. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I Vanita. lost your voice. I, I, I'm so sorry. I lost your voice there. Can you please repeat the name? Hello? Her Hello. Name is, her name is Vanita. 
J A U N I T A. It starts with J. Okay. Okay. J. Make an appointment with her. J A U N I T A. You go to rnlawgroup.com. My colleague will give a link to you, and you can go there, and then you should. But before you make an appointment, try to see what all you can meet, and so that you can discuss. Her and try to discuss with her. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. So my only doubt was that okay. this is this is a completely like extraordinary uh, visa. So I earlier I was not even aware that even I can do that. But my friends suggested that uh, probably I might be eligible. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot for. Yeah. Next person, please. Pooja. Um. Hello. Um, hi. Um, yes. Uh, I have a question here. So actually, I'm on a grace period of 60 days on H1 transfer. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. uh, employer A has filed my LAC, like LCA, sorry. So is uh, um, and LCA approved, like receipt come for example came up. Technically so speaking, about you must be working for that company within that 60 days. It's not the company file the H-1B, they file the LCA, they file the H-1B. You have to start working for that company after they file the H-1B. Okay, so not fi filing, but in, in between if I get some job, for example, LCA receipt only came up and they didn't file H-1 yet, like the normal process for the approval. But in between- When, did you, left the, yeah. if, when did you left the old job? Okay. Ma'am, I asked you a question. When did you left the old job? It's been like 20 days. Okay. So if even if some new company files a LCA or a H1B, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You left the job of company A 20 days ago. 30 mm -hmm. days later on, company B files a H1B. You never join company B. 50 days afterwards, you find company C, the company C files a H1B and you join company C within 60 days, you are in good shape. Okay, so it doesn't matter how many companies are filing my LCA until the H1 doesn't file. No, even H1B can be. Okay, okay. That won't make a difference. If 10 company files a H1B for you, okay? You join only one company, but you joining the company within 60 days, you are in good okay. shape. You don't have to worry about Make, it. If some other company sense. files it, you, you can ignore it. Okay, okay. Doesn't matter, right? Okay. So multiple companies can find it, but it's up to me who I want to join, right? Thank you. Right. You're under no obligation to join the same company that files next person. Yes, G. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking up my call. So my question is, um, my passport is going to expire at the end of September 2023, and I'm planning to travel to India for H-1B stamping in March 2023. So uh, is it a good idea if I renew my passport in India after I get my H-1B stamping and carry old passport with this visa stamping and the new passport to enter back in the United States? That is a very good idea for me. The reason is that when you enter back into United States, they may actually only give you the I-94 until your passport expires. So if your passport, if your old passport has a stamping, though, the new passport doesn't have the stamping, okay? You're perfectly good. In fact, that is a better option rather than 
renewing it after coming into the United States. Okay. So the other follow-up question is, uh, what if I renew it before I go to India, in the United States itself? That's fine. Too. That's fine too. Okay. So, but I was just concerned. Yeah, but I was just concerned. But what if it takes two to four weeks, and in between, something comes up, and if I, if I need to travel in that time, you can go to you can uh, drop off in Houston. They'll you drop off in the morning. They'll give you the evening in Houston. I don't know of other locations. Oh, okay, okay. I'll figure out those options. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Shiva. Uh, yeah, hi, Ahul Nansin, Shiva here. I have a question regarding the CAP exam and the CAP lottery. Uh, I'll give my scenario. Actually, my initial H1B is approved from India in 2011 November. I'm not sure uh, at that time wait, there is no. Wait, wait. wait. In okay. 2011, November. it was approved by which company? Which company? My employer, yeah, it is. Uh, which company means I didn't get exactly a software company. Is it a? It's a software company. It's not a university or non-profit. Yeah, yeah, it's not a university. It's not. A, it's a software company. It's approved in 2011 November. I'm not sure whether it is a cap lottery or cap exam. It is. Uh, it, it is. It is. See back. It is cap subject. If a private company files it, it's cap subject. Period. Okay. Yeah. okay? okay. Whether okay. there is a lottery or not is a different issue. Okay. So my question is, okay, okay. then later, uh, I got the I-140 approved from same employer when I'm in US. Then I moved to employer B and the employer B is did my H-1 transfer and extension using my employer A approved I-140. Now, okay. I would like to transfer my H-1B to employer C. And I gave my scenario, but the employer C telling, uh, this is not a cap lottery, so they cannot transfer. Didn't we, didn't we already discuss about it two days ago or yesterday? Uh, yesterday no. afternoon no. we discussed about it. Uh, no. Yeah. You did not discuss with me at 11.20 yesterday? Uh, it was a different issue. Uh, profit, non-profit. It was me, but the different issue. It was profit, non-profit. It's the same issue. Next person, please. Can you Vinay. ban this gentleman because that's very fraud after him telling that he didn't discuss with me. Veena, Yenji. You guys need to put the uh, put your camera on, guys, so that you get a problem. You have to put your camera on because we have people who are just trying to ask the same question again. As if that I didn't, they didn't ask the same question. Meena, can you unmute yourself? Rahul? I can't hear you, ma'am. That's all, Rahul. There are. Okay, try, try to unmute the people who even, even if they don't raise their hands. Sure. Kamali? Okay. Hi, uh, this is uh, Vijay. Um, and the Kamali's name, actually. I was not going to say Kamali, actually. Uh, so, uh, my question. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I have a question regarding this. Um, Adjustment, I mean, 140 approval and adjustment of status. Like, can I travel to uh, India while 140 is pending or adjustment of status is pending or 482 application is pending? Okay. There's a difference between I-140 and I-485. What is your, did you file both of them or only I-140? No, no, my, uh, perm, perm, sorry, the labor certification is approved and then I am planning to file 140 and 485, my priority date is in 2011, Feb 2011. And um, so if I'm you, if you file I-140 and 485, 
you can travel, but do you have a passport visa to come back? No, I have an uh, um, adjustment of status with my wife's uh, EAD actually, but I have my own H1 as well. But I don't have the stamping. But do you have an advance parole of your wife to Correct. come back into the United States? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. What is her problem? Uh, it's uh, in 2014, um, July, I think. I, recommend, I mean, technically, you can travel and come back on the advance parole, but sometimes it may complicate the issue. If I were you, I would avoid the travel, okay? okay? Hmm. You have not given importance to your green card because you're trying to qualify right now. And don't risk it because since your priority is current, you may get a green card at any point of time. Okay, that's okay. what my recommendation would be to you. Sure. Next sure. question. Thank you. Will? Keep on unmuting people. Yes, sir. Amar? Amar? Anybody, anybody has any questions, put your camera on, guys, or raise your hand. Yeah, okay. Venkat? Yeah. Hey, Rahul, I, I'm not a newcomer. I listen to your calls uh, daily, so that's, that's why I did not raise my yeah, yeah. So uh, my question is, I never had my EB2 uh, perm or anything. I I, I only uh, had my uh, EB3 and we got both, me and my spouse got our uh, uh, AP and EAD through them. We changed jobs. Uh, I changed jobs as a primary applicant and then uh, my application, my dates are not current. The point is mm -hmm. my current employer has begun the uh, process for EB2 all over again because I never had one. So if we use, all, the wife already used AP and traveled uh, uh, out of the country and came back in without any issues back with my, when I was with my old employer. Now, my question is, if I start using my EAD for EB3, uh, given the dates moving back and forth, like how China has so been. E even, if you, even if you use the EAD to work, your company yes. can still file an EB2 and convert your application to EB2. But I would like to have both my applications, the pending application, rather than upgrading, downgrading, or doing the, you know, uh, underlying, uh, you know, I would rather have both applications, uh, given that the dates are moving. Right, right. If, but if you, forth, travel, right? if you travel, and, if you travel and advance for all them, we mm -hmm. don't know if you can refile the 485 or not. You can do the margarita switch. You know how to do the margarita switch? Yes. You go to yes, Mexico, come yes, back and H1B. Yes, you I can do the margarita switch and file a 485 application if you want to. By using okay. advanced parole, you would still not married to EB3485. The wife did. I did not. So she is she stuck no, even if I said no, she's not stuck. She still can do the margarita switch. But we haven't traveled outside United States since like 2008. <laughs> right now, when a, you, you said your wife did it. Advanced, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, no H1B stamp. We don't have any kind of that's fine. She right? can switch, she can switch by going to Mexico and file a new 485 application under B2 with you. Yeah, okay, okay. And 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 that switch needs to happen before we file our 485 because the perm that's right. Process will, okay, okay, that's right. But what is your priority date? Uh, 14 uh, uh Feb, uh, Rahul, of which 2014? Why, 2014, yes, well, yes, 2014. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to be a long way for you. Next that's, person. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Sanjay. Sanjay. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi. Uh, my scenario is like my wife went for H, uh, H4 stamping. 
and uh, she got two two twenty one G asking for uh, husband's valid visa. That means like I have to go and get a valid stamping. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. I want you to sue the US. You can take them to the court because you mm-hmm. don't need H one B stamping for your wife to get the stamping. That's a wrong mm-hmm. interpretation. Uh, there is mm-hmm. a. Uh, uh, it's in Mexico. Shruti. Yes, it's in Mexico. Your mm-hmm. wife is stuck in Mexico. Yeah. Oh damn! Because if you sue the Mexico, then it's going to take sixty days. She can't stay there in Mexico for sixty days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have taken have... Canada visa. We have taken Canada visa. But how good is it? She can't come back now. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like staying more than sixty, like for six for six months, you can stay, right? With a Valid visa. I didn't get your point. Canadian visa. Uh, like, if you have a uh, valid visa in Mexico, then you can go as for tourism for six months. Yeah, but is she going to there? Yeah, you you can sue the government. You can sue the uh, consulate there. Okay. If you if you want to, you can book an appointment with Stephen Brown. This is a very stupid two twenty one G. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be giving because you don't need a visa for right. her to get the stamp. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person. Next. Dan. Hi Rahul. Do you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. So I'm going for a Dropbox in January. So my extension is ending. Uh, like I'm going on 20 January. I have an appointment, and my extension is ending on 10 January, and the. Uh, no, no. So on ten uh, January, I have an appointment. So on twenty uh, January is ending, and the new one is ex- uh, extending after that for three years. Mm-hmm. So the new one, the salary difference is three hundred dollar a month, and that will affect like started from January first. So mm-hmm. should I mention both in DS one sixty the salaries because they ask on two places and in the employment letter? Okay. So when is the extension date starting? So it's starting from like so twenty. So is uh, starting from twenty, and I'm going on ten. Okay, put so, everything from put everything in the new application in the DS in a, everything. Fill the new one, not the old information. Yeah, I filled it. What about the salary? Because salary is same three hundred dollars. Put the put the three hundred dollar more. That's fine. Okay. What about the employment letter? Should I mention in the employment letter that is currently everything three hundred dollars more? Okay. No need to mention two salaries. No, no need to mention two salaries. They'll get confused. Because the question is, if they ask for the pay stubs, and there will be different. You can always different. explain them at that time. Just three hundred dollars. It's easy to explain. Okay. Okay then. Thank you. I appreciate it. Krishna, hi Rahul. Uh, uh, quick question. Uh, hi Rahul, can you hear me? Hello. Hi Rahul, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Krishna, drop off. Okay, go to the last caller then for today. Amar, Veena. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, ma'am. Hi Rahul. Yeah. Go ahead. Finally, yeah, Rahul. This is a question related to my husband. 
I'm on H1B here since four years, and I wanted to bring my husband on H4. So my question is, my husband had an H4 filed through LNT in 2016, and he got stamping also, but he could not travel for many reasons. So now, mm -hmm. since he doesn't have a valid H1B, I'm planning to get him on H4 uh, over here, and we wanted to apply for a status change from H4 to H1. So my question mm -hmm. is, is that can that be still done? And if yes, do we have a premium for it? You said that in 2016, he has a H1 visa, right? Right. Yeah, H1B visa. He got stamping as well. Absolutely, ma'am. You can bring him on H4. You can transfer him on to H1B. And not only mm -hmm. that, you can actually, uh, you can actually, uh, you can actually transfer him to H1B in premium processing. Oh. That's great. And uh, another question, Rahul, like uh, right now he's working in India and uh, is it possible that if he comes, he comes over here for some time and then he initiates his H4 transfer to H1 and then goes back to India and resigns and comes back because resignation and all would take around four to five months of time. Yeah, I know uh, how the India works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. As long as it doesn't work, he's good. And okay. he's here, yeah. Okay, so he can, uh, we can, as soon as he comes over here, we can initiate a transfer and then he can leave to India and then he can come uh, back. No, 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 that's not easy. No, 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 because once a transfer is initiated, he should be here. Uh, he can't, he can't just go and come back. We okay. may need a little bit better planning than what you're speaking. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It may be better that you have a Zoom call with me with a consultation and we'll go over the entire process, how better, where his interruption of the work is very less. That's what he's planning to do, right? Yeah. So he can apply for the H4 right now and resign right now mm -hmm. and come uh, here and change the status to H1B. Uh, yeah, he, we just got uh, his stamp and yesterday itself he received his passport. Well, then let him resign. Yeah. Immediately. And yeah, and he can convert into H1B, ma'am. He can convert uh, into H1B at any time. Okay. The problem okay. is once the H1B is transfer is initiated, he can't leave the country. He has to stay until its H1B is approved. Once the H1B is approved, if he leaves, then he has to get the H1B stamping. Oh, Do you see the okay. point? Mm -hmm. So there is no purpose of us filing a H1B and then leaving. Okay. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Thanks, Rahul. Maybe I'll schedule an appointment. I have a few more questions yeah. as well. And Thank then you. let me also ask you, did you initiate your I-140 yet or not? Yes. Yeah, the perm process has been in, uh, is nice. in progress. That is, that, is, that is good you did that. Okay. Yeah. Next, uh, I'll Thank take you. the last caller today. Yes. Anybody, if anybody is there. No, Rahul, that's all. Okay. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.